Welcome to Men Are Nuts, a podcast about mental health, psychological health, physical health, emotional health awareness in men and society. First, it started with MAN, M-A-N, acronym for Men Are Nuts. And we have a very special guest on the show for you today. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name's uh, Rob Shenton. I've uh, been on the podcast before. I'm an army veteran and uh, a mental health ambassador for Wanted Better Words. And Rob, you've been on the show before, and um, we've, you know we've been back and forth with different conversations. What's 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 happened in your life? What's what's happened in the UK? And just let the yeah let the listeners out there know whereabouts are you right now in the UK? I'm in Hampshire, which is down to the south of England, just near London, um, about 60 miles away from London. And obviously, like the rest of the world, uh, the UK is uh, locked down in the global pandemic, which is the coronavirus or COVID-19. So uh, currently, most of us are adapting, either working from home or have been I'm going to say it wrong, but forloined, um, forloined, uh, um, <laughs> uh, which basically means I can't, I can't pronounce it. No, no, I, which I, basically means the I can't the, pronounce it either. <laughs> which, which basically means the government aren't paying their wage or, or will be paying their wage uh, up to eighty percent of their wage. Before this happened, I know we, we're having, a, you know, we're having a joke and things like that. But before this happened, have you ever heard of that word? Apparently, it's a, it's a word that's been used in government. It's a civil service term, right. uh, and so uh, no, I'd never heard of it, never whatsoever. Uh, so um, yeah. So since you, since you since we spoke last time, um, a lot's happened. Um, what are some of the things that have happened? You know, during, you know, yeah, you said not talking about the we call this thing called the lockdown, and what are some of the things that you've come across in your kind of last few weeks um, since you've been on? Well, I can only speak from my own, my own real perspective because um, um, obviously the social isolation, people have to be within two metres, not uh, no, no closer than two metres from each other if they're not living with them. So, uh, and most of the shops, apart from the food shops and essential shops, are closed in the UK. And when you go into the supermarkets, you're in this um, two metre uh, restriction, uh, distance, social distancing thing. Um, but um, I think initially um, we're, we're on our now second of three weeks lockdowns. Um, I think initially people were getting used to those who could work from home, uh, which is me. Uh, we're getting used to working from home, and and it, you know it's actually quite hard work to stay productive when you you're not actually getting the, the interaction of your work colleagues. Um, but for me, it's now become a routine, and actually I'm I'm, I'm seeing the advantage in it. Um, albeit the fact that I'm lucky, fortunate enough not to have had any, any of the symptoms of coronavirus. But once you're in a routine, once you've established that routine, you stick to it. It becomes second nature, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So um, you're you've you're, you're dealing, dealing with it pretty well. Um, yes, yeah, so like you say, as far as of you know, how you how how you how's your you know your mental health and and. You know, is, is there anybody close to you or you, your family? You know, what's what's happening with them? Uh, well, I'm I'm um, I live with my fiance, um, and um, so it's just me and her in a in a, in a flat in, in Hampshire. Um, 
I have a place in Staffordshire, but obviously we can't get to that. Um, uh, and um, uh, yeah, it's just me and her. And so well, it is quite interesting. Uh, I think the people who have children are in a, a very different situation because they're having to homeschool. And it's certainly interesting with work colleagues. You know, we've all become so very adept at using online conferencing facilities, whether that be uh, Google, whether that be Microsoft Teams, whether that be Zoom or, 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 or Skype or anything like that. Um, I'm quite used to all of them now. Um, but I think the people who, your work colleagues who have children are obviously homeschooling as well. So when you pull up their diaries and sit to try and find an appointment, you'll notice things blocked out for homeschool, uh, family lunch, that sort of thing. So it it's probably quite an interesting, well, it's definitely going to be an interesting period for them as well as for, us, for everyone. Yeah, and I've seen over the last few few days, I've seen her bits and bobs about, um, like you said, some people might be you know, struggling with, because, you know, we're, we're humans and we, you know, for a lot of us, we want to be outdoors, we want to do things outdoors, you want to be outdoors, we all want to be outdoors and um, get some fresh air and, you know, come back to our families and stuff like that so i've seen i've noticed that there's been stories a few stories about people out and about you know is it, is it getting you know you know is it getting busier what's what's is it more businesses opening what's what's actually happening now uh the rules on you, you can leave your home for i think three reasons to go and do food shopping um for a medical reason uh, and for daily exercise um and uh, the daily exercise, what I'm sticking to, is no more than an hour each day. So, but yeah, people are struggling with that lack of social interaction. My fiance, for example, likes going to work and reacting with other people. Now, obviously, I like going to work, um, but it, it can have a different effect on people in different ways. Um, people get um, not growth, but they, you know, they, they, they thrive off those vibrations, those, those feelings that people give out. I mean, if you're looking into it from a psychological point of view, I believe there's something called Batari's box, where it's the attitude of those around you affects your attitude and your attitude affects those around you. Um, and so, um, yeah, whereas myself, I'm, I'm quite content working from home. I like the interaction, but, um, yeah, but in terms of the exercise, yeah, I, I'm able to get out. Uh, every day for exercise to do my run first thing in the morning just as the day's break yeah and um so you you can be found early in the mornings um jogging and and putting putting the work in around the area yeah so yeah and it works it works for me personally uh, it's working really well um i wake up i normally would commute into london so I'd be on a train around six in the morning, and so if I wake up at the same time I get the train, um, so I'm getting a bit more time in bed, so I'm getting more rest, um, and then wake up, go for my room, um, and I'm turning the computer on half seven, eight o'clock in the morning, cracking on as normal. But then I will take breaks throughout the day for lunch or whatever. But one thing that has happened with an athletics club I belong to is twice a week. We have um, circuit sessions on Zoom um, uh, where, where we're doing a bit of cardiovascular fitness. And I'm in a choir as well. And we have in the evenings actually choir rehearsals. And on certain days, we have just coffee and chat on, on, on those as well. Right. It, 
I, I find that, I find I get invigorated from from actually having that that routine and that interaction with those people as well. Yeah. Okay, so let's 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 chat about um, you know your, what you, you know your your you being an advocate. from um, the experience that I've had in my life of, of, of being um, having suicide attempts and then um, and but also at the same time trying to run some of the toughest foot races in the world yeah. and, and and so the one thing and so what, what I've got is I've, I've got a golf bag or a toolbox of tools in there where I can pull them out and I can go right I know this one's going to work this time and the first thing I heard when well, the first thing, one of the first things I thought about as soon as I knew that I wouldn't be going into work anymore was right. I need a routine, and I think I mentioned it before. When I when I talk about fighting with my depression, there's there's five elements. There's understand yourself. So I understand myself. I think I understand myself quite well now. Work to your strengths. Uh, surround yourself with positive people and love yourself. But the fifth element, about one of those elements, is plan. And so. Basically, I sat down with my fiance and we made a plan of like, right, this is going to be our daily routine. This is when we're going to tidy the, the, the flat, that sort of thing. This is when we're going to do this. And actually, the, the experience that I've had in the military has really helped with that. And actually, I would dare say that quite a few people who are in the military or have served in the military will probably be coping fairly well with, with that sort of situation. You know, when I was in Iraq. Afghanistan in a in a desk job in Afghanistan. Friday mornings we'd go in and that would be the you know two hours of the morning where we because you didn't you obviously wouldn't have cleaners on an op, in an operational theatre so we would we would disinfect and clean all our work accommodation and so on and and so you ended up in that routine um, and so the first thing was have a plan get into a routine but also then throw some things in there where you can say you know I've been wanting to do that for ages so I can do that in the evenings now because I'm, I'm not commuting so that was the first thing really yeah yeah and and you're right because I've, I've spoken to a few people who've, um, who've been in you know in in, in, in you know um, in military and that you can go and plan you 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 can do i'm going to do this we're going to do this we're going to do that um how's that work as it worked you know as it worked as it worked better than you thought it would do well i think now you got into three i mean it's like i mean i'm gonna talk about being in the military again but when you when you used to go on operations and you used to go on exercises that lasted longer than two weeks um or a week rather you, eventually you get into this routine so you realize you don't need all that stuff around you all the time and that's what i really loved about being in the military the fact that i could take my rucksack and i'd need everything in that rucksack so so i think what happens is gradually you start to disregard the chaff, disregard the rubbish. So you, you pack a rucksack at the beginning of a, an exercise, uh, and including, excluding all your military equipment, which you have to carry anyhow, obviously. Um, you suddenly realize that you don't need 
five sets of trousers. You don't need four shirts. And so suddenly all that gets discarded. You suddenly write, right, this T-shirt, this waterproof, this is how I'm going to work. This is the jacket, you know. And suddenly life becomes simpler because you start discarding the stuff you don't need. Um, well, I know it might sound a bit odd, but for me, it, it, it's just about that simplicity. And, and you know, the, the military for me, and I, you know, I'm sad that I got medically discharged, but the military for me, there was no happier time than when you had your rucksack on your back and you were on operations or you were on exercise and you knew that you had everything you needed in that rucksack to be able to cope. And now I've just moved that on, that now I've got all those things that I picked up from the marathons picked up from life experience which say right these are the things which are important to me and these are the things which I need to hold on to and since since these since these things happened have you has it has it been ever time or a point where you've kind of um not struggled but kind of not struggled but you've kind of had a lapse or you've thought oh no it's not working or but then you've kind of Got yourself together. Is it has, has that happened in the last how many weeks, or is it just as it as it as the plan gone gone well? Yeah, undoubtedly. I mean, so I, I don't know if I mentioned last time. There's three from each of the running event, big running events. I did I've done lots of running events, but from each of the big running events I've done around the world, the marathon, the Sarms, the Everest marathon, the North Pole marathon, I effectively inadvertently took three things away from each of those of of three things that I suddenly went well this worked for me on this and on the Baron de Sars because I was I'm sure I don't know if I mentioned this before because I was holding down a busy job in the military and I was also trying to train at the same time you don't you don't turn up to a 155 mile running event over six days across the Sahara Desert with no preparation. So it took me a lot to prepare for that. And I suddenly realized there was three basic staples in my life that made me be a human being. And those were food, physical activity, or what in the military we call fizz, and sleep. And I had to get that balance right. So every time in the past few weeks where I haven't, I've been feeling, you know, I'll just take this. And it is hard to motivate yourself when you when you work from home and I know it's it's first of all problems but um, it's it, it can be difficult so I've realised I've then gone back to those basics and said right where did I go wrong and I, I, I still use apps to monitor what food intake I take and I, I monitor my food and I monitor my sleep through, through Fitbit and things like that and so I'm going right well hang on right Rob you've been eating rubbish for the last day you haven't eaten any fruit you haven't eaten any good food so that's why you're feeling bad because you're starting to feel overweight and lethargic and I know I'm not just you know for eating a you know a, a, yeah, a, a Mars bar not yeah. Mars bars anymore but yeah I, I know I'm not going to be putting the weight on like that but it makes me feel bad yeah, yeah. and so normally the first thing when it goes wrong is wrong like how much have I slept how, what have I been eating and probably the majority at the time at the moment is I'm not eating the right things. And, and if you have, I find if I have a healthy day of eating well, then I, I feel so much better for it. Yeah. So, you, so really it's about, um, for listeners out there in a sense, you know, I've said this on the podcast before, it's about, it's about balance, isn't it? It's about finding a balance. Um, yeah. And it's just, yeah, we're here to live. And yes, if you, if you do eat, <laughs> you know, if you do eat, 
10 bars of chocolate or whatever it is, or, you know, one day, you know, one day. I'm not saying, to, I'm not advocating, I'm saying, if you do eat a certain amount that you, you wouldn't usually eat or, whatever, or a certain thing that you don't eat, and you know, you've, you've done it, now, how do I, um, oh, maybe I don't feel so well, maybe I don't feel so good. Oh, the next day, what I'll do is I'll, I'll make up for that by, you know, next few days. I'm doing some exercise. It's about striking a balance, balance not just physically, but mentally. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really silly, but yesterday, um, well, actually, the, the day isn't silly. Yesterday was Anzac Day, which is the day which the Australian, New Zealand, and certain other forces remember the fallen from Gallipoli in World War One. Yeah. And the reason why I mention it is because I've got some friends who live in New Zealand and Australia, and, and they had it on their social media feed. And um, and so I, there's, there's, it sounds really odd, but there's, there's a thing that they make. They, they do something. I mean, they, they go out and stand at dawn and, and, and do the commemoration stuff, which is wonderful and, and massively emotional. But there's something called an Anzac biscuit. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to make some Anzac biscuits. Um, and so I made these biscuits and scoffed, scoffed and, and picked out on them yesterday. But then I went, well, okay, well, I need to, I can't have a normal food intake today because I've just eaten a lot of actually quite healthy biscuits. There wasn't much bad stuff in them, but I can't then go and have a full meal in the evening. So eat light. So it's just having that awareness. And, and as you say, it's a balance. The thing with mental health or well-being rather, and, 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 and keeping that mental fitness there is it is such a hard balance to get it right all the time. And, and this is one of the arguments. I, arguments or discussions I have with people about, you know, if somebody's got a mental illness, they have to work really hard at trying to maintain a normality in their life, and a lot of the times people don't realise that. Yeah, I know, I know. And to be honest with you, I mean, like I said to you, when we are all on that line, and, I, I, and what we're saying about mental health is, for, for a lot of people, you know, when I say mental health, I mean people. Like you say, some people have got depression. Some, but some, for even some people who haven't, maybe maybe not experienced those things, they struggle to eat and and think in a certain way. So we're, we're all we're all kind of guilty of it. And um, like you say, it's, it's it, for someone with mental health, it's 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 a it's a lot more because it's just trying to find that that fine balance. Yeah. Fine balance. Uh, yeah. As, as you know, as we know that, you know, eating can affect the mind and then it, and then the reverse, the verse, the mind can affect the way of the things that we eat. So it's like you say, it's about finding that balance and how we, how we overcome it. Um, and it's just, it may, and it's just at that moment in time, you enjoyed, you enjoyed that, you enjoyed making it and you enjoyed um, eating it. Um, and there should be nothing. There should be nothing wrong with that. It's just like you know, how does it make you feel? And you know, you know, I made I made a I made an apple crumble. <laughs> I made an apple. What's that? Got some apple. And I made an apple crumble the other day, um, and, and it was a, a big one. And you get to a point where you think, oh, you know what? I can't eat no more. And then the following day, I don't eat. You know, I don't have it. I might or I might have a fruit or whatever. So um, yeah, it's about striking that balance. It is, yeah. And it, uh, I mean, I know this This might sound really odd, but this ties in. The reason why I decided, this sounds so silly. <laughs> the, the reason why I decided to make those biscuits is because 
and it, it's the fine it's one of the things that I learned from this time from the North Pole Marathon and that's threat drive and soothe we work there's three things in your emotional regulation system which control you and um, we all, all the, we respond to we respond to threats mentioned this before we respond to threats because you know we are under threat and we have to survive and in, in a running contest if i in a running context rather if i'm running and i'm winning or i'm per second third or i want to maintain my position and someone's coming up on my shoulder that's a threat and i will respond if i can um we respond to drive um we're driven to do things because we want to better ourselves and uh, we want promotion we want more money or something along those lines um in 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 terms of a running context we are driven to gain a personal best at a certain distance or something along those lines but the other thing that we respond to is soothe or self-soothing and so this is where you effectively in my mind could be wrong replenish that threat of drying um and you know because th- th- those are a bank account which will, will wear down eventually and yeah. self soothe will replenish that and actually me making those biscuits this is a cookery show now um um me making those biscuits was part of the soothe and so it was something that i was doing because i wanted to spend that time with myself making something doing something constructive creative um so that was part of it so a threat drive and soothe and i don't think we look after the soothe enough in our lives and actually coming back to lockdowns and coronavirus there is an element there of we've got chance to do quite a bit of that self soothing because the pace has cut down a bit for, for quite a few of us uh, in, in, in the uk and the world etc right about and you're right perfectly right about the, the soothing because it does it's, it almost becomes therapeutic um like you say you, you know you talk about with you know we were laughing about the cuckoo show but it, it does become that because food mental health is is obviously you know is affected by what we eat what goes in our body and and, and the, like i say the, the other way around so like you said the soothing part is is a part that we get to make the meal we get to make the, the cookies or we get, get to make um, a cheesecake and then from that we get to taste it and we get to eat it and yeah. it's, it's our that's almost like a, um, our reward for, for and then we get others to taste it and try it and then that becomes our reward because they might like it or not like it and we we, we, we were able to share so those are, so those are the things that that comes from what you know, those those things so when like you say being in lockdown you'll find that there's a lot more people doing things like baking going outside gardening yeah. gardening um you know if you haven't got a if you haven't got a, a garden you may you may you know have some plants inside you might water it, you might change the house around that could be all cope mechanism so you're right there's a, there's a, there's there's it definitely is that thing to do with soothing um so for you, you know, you've 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 managed to to cope and, and you've managed to cope and you're you're getting through things. What would you what would you say to to people out there that maybe not maybe struggling to cope with what's happening with the lockdown? Um crikey, that's a difficult one difficult one. I think just going from my own experience, try, try and get into a routine. And if you're having a bad day, 
wipe the day out and say, right, tomorrow's going to be another day. You know, in, in the UK, there is a, a lovely veteran who's 99 years old and about to turn 100 called Captain Tom Moore. Um, and just to, so the rest of you viewers who, who aren't in the UK are aware, he's a 99-year-old World War II veteran who's been recovering from a hip operation and he decided to raise £1,000 for charity um, by walking 10 lengths of his garden each day and then eventually doing 100 lengths before his birthday, his 100th birthday at the end of his month. And uh, he ended up raising almost £29 million pounds. Uh, and also had a, a hit single, pop single. Oh, it, really? Which is another story. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was number one in the charts in the UK last week. Wow. This week as well. But it's, it's, and, and his motto, and the reason why I say that is his motto is tomorrow will be a good day. And it, and it, it's just, yes. And, and as soon as you saw that, it's something along those lines, but I'm sure it's tomorrow's will be a good day. And, and so if you're having a bad day, just wipe it out and say right I mean I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect I'm having bad I've, I've had bad days um, but just say right tomorrow this is my plan for tomorrow and this is what I talk about routine having a plan if you say right I'm going to wake up this time my aim tomorrow is to have a have a proper breakfast uh, not just a cup of tea or a coffee or something um, you know and, and, and have an aim and, but have a plan and try and better to make that day better so that's the first thing I'd say is have, get into a routine, have a plan. If it's a bad day, wipe it out, accept it, take it on the chin and say, right, tomorrow will be a good day. Um, and then I think it's a matter of, you know, physical activity is a brilliant release. And if you're able to do any form of physical activity, um, then, then do that because it can help. Those endorphins coming out can help. But also then, because we're being almost sedentary and how we're working nowadays and what we're doing you know even the fact that i'm not walking to the train station to get a train this means i'm not getting as much physical activity but try to monitor what you're eating and, and sleeping so have a look as i said at your food physically so you know and, and and have a look at that and and normally if it starts going wrong one of the things that probably everyone's giving up off again you know taking the, the cutting bits out of his sleep uh, yeah. not probably necessarily now if people are uh, 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 laid, laid off on, from work but take that sleep because that will help you start thinking get better and start thinking clearer and then I think that, that and, then, and then take time out to look after yourself love yourself you know that soothe replenish that soothe in, in you um, you know take time to look after yourself and then I know for me, I'm lucky. I don't, you know, my, my life isn't busy. But if you if, you, if you're busy and you're homeschooling, you've got to do everything else. Then try and take that five minutes, ten minutes in the day to meditate, to do mindfulness, to read that book, to listen to that podcast, or or to dance in the kitchen to that favourite bit of music that you like. Um, and then I also think you can feel good after you've done some sort of social interaction with someone online when you see their face. Yeah. And, and that sort of thing that, you feel good for it and I mentioned the choir I'm in it's, it's the Help for Heroes Choir or the Victor's Games Choir and, and actually they've done so much for my well-being in the last two years you, you can't really imagine it you know I'm speaking to you as an engineer as somebody who likes running who's very logical um, sort of thing and then suddenly I go and do something arts and crafty like singing yeah. and that sounds a bit bad and derogatory it's not meant to be but yeah. um, 
honestly that's been a, the biggest emotional release for me and, and I'm actually finding it when we when we get together online for 30 minutes every uh, you know once or twice a week it has a positive effect on me and so try to get that social interaction so have a plan if it's a bad day wipe it out have a better plan for tomorrow look after what you're eating how much fizz you're doing how well you're sleeping and then try to get some social interaction in online if you can um, ring a friend um, I think it's better if you can see them have some face time with them but um, just ring your mate up ask them how they're doing and then suddenly you realise you're not the only one in this boat everyone's everyone's going through the same problems the same emotions and problem shared is a problem half something you touched upon then and you you know you 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 you, you, you obviously you've been doing um the singing and, and the choir for a while um is that it's, it's funny some of the things that we not you know as, as humans we've kind of we've gone away and we we, we, we we're doing our work and we, we we become you know like say engineers or we become um somebody who's working in the stock exchange or whatever jobs we're doing and funny enough, this this whole thing has brought back these things that there's other things that you could be doing. So people turning their hands to painting, and people who might have who are in those jobs might have scoffed at that painting and um, landscape gardening. So they're doing the gardening or um, you know clay, you know making think pots, making pots out of clay, and just all these things that people kind of scoffed at. And they all kind of made a comeback in this. Um, because we're at home, it's not about sitting at home watching TV. A lot of people are doing doing things that were were, were seen as old school and and and, seen, and they, they, like you said, they're very therapeutic and, and soothing. Baking, cooking, um, these, all these things are kind of made a comeback in this during this virus. Um, it's now people yeah. starting to find yeah. the the kind of path. You know, when you mentioned that, and I said, well, there's people out there that have done certain jobs but the bell ringers you know the guys who, who, who ring the, the bells for the churches um and, and that's a that's a that's a, a like an art form and a soothing thing for them so like you say it's about finding your thing at home and trying loads of different things um so i'll give you a question can you can you, can you give okay. us a, can, you, can you give us a song no way, no way. I'm a, I'm a bass. Um, yeah, you, you, you find, you find, I sit with a bassist, so I'm probably a bass baritone. Um, and um, and so the, the the choir that I'm in, Help Heroes Choir, um, we, we were actually established by uh, Gareth Malone in 2016. I, I wasn't in it then, I've only been in it for the last two years. And, and they sing a song called um, Flesh and Blood. And, and actually, the, the basses don't come into it until at least the first quarter of the song's over, around about then. Okay. And, and we're just doing the melody almost um, to that. Um, so, and you don't have to be able to have a good, good ear to sing. It's all, it's all good. It's all how well the director is at placing you in that song. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I couldn't get into a school choir when I, you know, I remember being given a note at nine years old by the the headmaster at school from the from the school choir from the school choir that said, I'm afraid you, you haven't been successful which was my first rejection of six years nine years old or whatever. Um, and uh, but there I am, you know, last year we we sang at the Invictus Games trials in Sheffield in front of 
4,000 or three and a half, four thousand people. And, uh, you know, with the likes of Alfie Bo and Laura Wright and uh, Ever Small on stage. Um, and that was amazing, absolutely amazing. And you, there was a bit in there, sorry, I'm going to go off on one there was a bit in there where the girls uh, were singing, um, I think it was Invictus. I can't, sorry, I can't remember the song, they'll tell me off now. But I remember, and it was really good. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, crikey, I'm feeling a bit emotional here. I should really admit this, but I remember then thinking, I can't cry, I'm not going to cry. And then I looked across at all the other bassists who are much larger than me because they've all had a career with me. And, um, and, um, and they were all getting emotional as well, so I thought, oh, it's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can't underestimate the release that you can get from something like that. It, is, it has been a true um, force multiplier in terms of my well-being. And I say, you know, thank you for coming on and talking about all things, um, you know, I've had you on before and, you know, the conversations obviously, yeah. it's, it's, it's gone on um, and you're, you're, you've definitely found your coping strategies to deal with, um, yeah, you say there's, there's, you know, there's bad days for all of us, <laughs> you know, there's, there's bad days for all of us and um, it's just how, we, how, how you get over that hurdle, how you get over those hurdles and like you say, get on with your day, and and you know, there's a day, there's another day tomorrow, there's another day to fight tomorrow. So yeah, so thank you for coming on. Yeah. Absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure. And I'm really, I'm really glad to see the people that you've had on. I I, I particularly enjoyed the um, was it the senior, uh, the senior Air Force warrant officer from uh, from the US. That yeah, was, yeah. That was the last one on this. Yeah, Very yeah. good. Yeah, so, um, but, but, well, thank you for what you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's about, it's the range is about getting people on and like you say, you're listening to it. I mean, you know, I had someone the other day come on and he said he's, he's listening, he, my podcast keep him awake at night and because he listens to one every night. And so it's, it's about people coming on and engaging and, you know, we can, we can chat and having a laugh and it's just people learning from others about what, what is it that makes us human? What, what is it that makes us and breaks us and, like I say you, you, you're, you know, everyone's coping mechanism is different, but we all have to try and find something, our, our space and our, our coping mechanisms to cope with life, these things that are being thrown at us. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I mentioned about soothing, um, and I actually have a, a soothe box. It was something that one of my therapists recommended to me. Um, which is a, a box of things that remind me of things um, and can bring back those memories. And when you were talking about the fact that people are starting to do things like painting and that that they haven't done for years, the whole point of that self-soothe box is to remind me that you know you enjoyed this and you, you know this is good stuff to do. And that's almost what's and, and uh, interestingly during the lockdown, I I haven't opened that once. Um, uh, whether it's, it's not just because I forgot, uh, it's because it's probably because I, I'm not needing it at the moment because life has, has slowed down for, for, for me personally. And so therefore I am able to get into that routine and just go, right, this, this is what's important to me. I don't need all those things in my bag. I just need that t-shirt, that waterproof. And this is all I'm going to be able to go with sort of thing. Um, so hopefully the world that comes out of this pandemic will hopefully um have a slightly different flavor to it for the better um despite all the the grief that's gone on around it yeah and i and you know 
I second that, and I hope it, you know, hope, and hope this, you know, whatever comes off, whatever comes from this, the people will look at this as a, as a chance to time to reflect and time to reflect, and people just getting together, enjoys enjoying each other's company. So yeah, so thank you. Yes, definitely. So thank you for coming on, and that thank you was men are nuts. Speak to you soon.